I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. I am Rudy Povich. This is the podcast that proves that life is a lot of work for a little in return. Today on the show, I, I got, God damn it. Ah, internet. Yeah, they talk about like how everybody just like, hey man, you just got to chill out sometimes. Sometimes you got to just disconnect. Well, how can I disconnect when there's so many goddamn bridges I need to burn on the internet? Talk about that in just a second. Merchandise. Find it right now. RudyPovich.com. You can find it for... Oh, by the way, I know people asked. We got beanies. We got beanies. Beanies are now in the store. You can buy them. The only beanies that we have are for a long walk to Cleveland. You can't buy any uh, other logos with them. I think you might be able to, but you got to like do a special order. I'm not sure how all that works. Uh, But uh, yeah, they finally got back to me. And we now have beanies inside the store. RudyPovich.com. Find them. Uh, also coming up this Friday, I will be at Fickers Brewing up in Duluth, Minnesota, along with my good friends, uh, Maggie Ferris, Ellie Hino, uh, and Maxwell Chapman. Show is at 8 o'clock. Buy your tickets. I believe it's called The Boat Club at Fickers Brewing, third floor. And then October 22nd, we'll be over at the Hogs Breath in Roseville doing a show with Tommy Thompson. And uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have some more information on that. I'm not sure exactly when tickets are going to be available, but they'll be coming up. But thank you guys very much. All right. So this morning, as Mira says, finally, I know you've been on my ass about it, and I appreciate you waiting, but we finally got some beanies, and now they are for sale. So, yeah. They should be right on the main page when you bring it up, too, by the way. Um, all right. So for years, I used to live right down the street from a Cub Foods, and I just always went to Cub because... That was always the go-to place, right? I mean, it's right down the street. It's usually got everything that you want. Plus, they were always 24-7. So before my daughter was born, when it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, God damn it, I could use a Canadian bacon frozen pizza right now. You know, maybe get a Jack's and uh, throw a little bit of hot sauce on it. That was my go-to. And now, it didn't matter, like, time, price, whatever, man. It was my go-to. Well, I stopped by Cub Foods, and here's the thing, man. They pounded into your brain. They're the hometown store. You got to shop the hometown store. If not, the hometown's going to implode. You guys are all going to be in the streets. The factories are going to shut down if you don't shop the hometown store. Bullshit. It's garbage. That is such bullshit. I went there. So I stopped at Target three days ago. I bought a carton of eggs. 18 eggs. Cost me $1.82. Fucking Cub, $2.99. You assholes sit and pound it into us that we need to go. If you don't shop the hometown store, the hometown people, they're going to be living in refrigerator boxes under the overpass. Bullshit. That's garbage, man. Lower your prices. I stopped there today out of necessity because I was in a goddamn hurry. I was so floored. The the lines are atrocious and the self-checkout is such a pain in the ass. Everything is a lookup. Oh, did you not want to bag that item? Start again. Oh, you didn't want to beg that? No, I'm begging the item. Nope. Start over. Get some shit that works for $2.99 for 18 eggs. Why? You guys, should, I should literally just be walking out the door and then you should be able to be like, okay, this is how much he had and then just charge it to my phone. That's what they're doing in Seattle. Grab what you want. We will then go back and watch the video and tally up how much you owe us and then your credit card on file. We'll just go ahead and fucking charge it. 
But instead, I'm standing at these goddamn self-checkouts like a moron with the carton of eggs going, why is it, can you, what is it, but then, but will it be, can, why is it not ringing up? Fuck! All this technology, and you're like, hey, man, you can do self-service. It's self-service, self-bagging nowadays. It's fantastic. No bullshit! Listen, man, you guys want to talk about, hey, you guys got to shop hometown so we don't have to put hometown people out of work. Then get rid of the fucking self-checkouts. Why is it that I'm stuck having to bag my own groceries? I don't pay somebody to not come mow my lawn. What the fuck? I was, man, it's garbage. It, listen, I'm, Cub Foods, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done. I've tried many times. You guys have been, you know, you guys are great when it comes to like, you know, the, the old folk. Dude, if you live in Shakopee, it might be the only place that's near you to be able to go shop. But for the rest of us that have, uh, Dana, Cub self-checkouts are a pain. They're a massive pain. They're a huge pain in the ass. They never work. The whole, you have to bag your own. And then if you don't, if you're just getting one item and then you scan and then you hang on to two items, I should say. If you scan one item and then you hang on to that item, you go to scan the other item. And before it scans it, the screen flips and it goes, did you not want to bag that item? No, just going to carry it. So we're good. Then you have to hit the no. And then if you accidentally hit the tiny little button that's next to it that says yes, now you got to set the goddamn eggs down before you can go ahead and scan the deodorant. And I'm like, why haven't you guys figured this out? Yes, and Lindsay says your receipt is five feet long. Oh, I sh- uh, yes. I, got- I literally forgot. I had forgotten that I, had, uh, I wanted to get a 12-pack of bubbly water. So I ran back into the store after I checked out. I just left my basket at the counter because I was so pissed. After spending 35 minutes trying to fucking check out, I just went, fuck it. You guys pick up after me. That, that's an asshole move, but I was so frustrated. I mean, I had seven items and it took me over nine minutes to be able to check out because of all the going back and forth. And then the, the eggs wouldn't ring up. So now I have to call the lady over and she has to punch in her goddamn code. And then we got to punch in the code on the barcode. And then you do that once and you, they don't ask you how many do you have. They make you fucking do it again. So two things of eggs. I mean, it took me like four minutes just to be able to check both those out. Uh, uh, James, hate to interrupt your role, but why do you rip Shakopee? I'm afraid to ask. No, no, no. Shakopee is just always my go-to. And I'm not ripping on it. If you live in Shakopee, Shakopee is beautiful. I love it. Shakopee is magnificent. Um, I'm a big fan. I love how uh, there's things to do. I like how it's still relatively, I mean, I know it's expensive everywhere, but it's still somewhat kind of at least a little bit and parts of Shakopee somewhat cheaper. Plus you're not too far from the world's largest candy shop, which is right down the highway. You got Canterbury, you got Mystic. I dig it. I dig it. It's just, um, I guess I haven't been there in a long time, but I do know like, you know, there was, there's one Walmart on way on the, that must be the east side of town, like 169 highway 13. And then you basically have to go to the other side of town if you want to get to another place that has commerce, such as car batteries and lobsters under the same roof. But I could be wrong. Mira, tiny feet. You st- I told. I said I never want to hear that song ever again. Thank God. Thank God it's been put to rest. Uh, Scooter, oh, don't forget Valley Fair. Yeah, that's right. It's down there. Turtles, downtown Shakopee. That's another kick-ass place. I'm a big fan. I like it. Uh, during During COVID... Their running trails around the river were about the only place that you could go and just be away from people outside. No, I mean, there's nobody there, man. Yeah, 
as Jamie said, Shakopee has awesome hiking trails. Yeah, they're fantastic. I went and ran those basically every day um, right after I got out of quarantine. It was great. I loved it. it was, downtown Shakopee is magnificent. So many good shops, good people. Uh, what are we bitching about? Okay, now now that the blood pressure's come down a little bit, let's uh, let's move on for just a second to something else I can, can bit, I can bitch about. I don't know if you guys have uh, been keeping up with Northern Minnesota news at all. But my beloved hometown has goddamn lost its mind. I don't know where the entitlement comes from with some people in my fair city of Hibbing, but Jesus Christ, you idiots. So I'll give you guys just a little, I'll, I'll summarize. We'll get the main brush strokes here. So the school board, right before kids go back to school, like the Wednesday before, they got a meeting and they go, listen, uh, you guys are great. We love our kids, but we got some old folk in town. We got some grandparents living with some kids. You know, it's a very, I think the median age of that place, because everybody who's under the age of 22 just goes, fucking, we're getting out of this shithole. So the median age up there is like, it might be like in the upper 50s, low 60s, man. It is definitely people that are on the, on the way out. God's waiting room, if you will. It is Minnesota's Florida. They're just waiting to die. So they uh, they have this, um, they have the school board meeting. The school says, hey, listen, during the year, until we can kind of figure out more and maybe we get a couple of more, uh, you know, a little bit more information on COVID, let's just have our kids wear masks. If that's a, not much to ask, listen, they still don't need them outside. If they got gym, they can take them off, but you're going to be in a class. Just wear the mask for right now, okay? Not a huge deal. It's not like, it's not like you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of kids. The, I mean, my graduating class was 212, I think. My mom's graduating class was uh, like 480. So 20 years removed, you're looking at half the population. Now they have class sizes, like senior class is like maybe 125. So not a lot of kids but they've had to take a lot of these schools and shut them down and pack all these kids consolidate into like two or three schools. There used to be like seven when I was growing there, growing up there. And now there's three, maybe, maybe I'm not even sure exactly if that's right, but maybe two, three. And they're just like, Hey, listen, we're just going to have you guys just go right ahead and just wear a mask for now, please. It's not, it's not a huge deal. So all these goddamn parents, even the WDIO channel 10 does a, a thing about, parents outside of the school day one protesting you know getting into arguments on facebook with school board members and city council members and all this shit and uh as i'm as i'm looking at the parents who are all losing their minds i'm like first off this is a really good teaching moment for not only for the parents but also maybe sit your kids down and be like listen i know it sucks to have to wear the mask but you are not that special you are not above the rules you go in the goddamn English class, shut your fucking mouth and get your stuff done. You don't get to mandate. You don't get to make those rules. If you really want change, then you guys need to go out and you need to run for city council and the school board and do all that shit. All these idiots. And now what they're doing is these, these parents are going online and they're going to Facebook and they're going to Twitter and Instagram and they're finding pictures of school board members and posting them online. Posting them like, oh, Look at so-and-so from the school board who says our kids have to wear masks. But here he is outside with his family during a barbecue. No mask on. Yeah, well, also, 
fucking do the research, idiot. Because first off, they're not mandating a mask outside and it's completely safe. Also, that guy and his entire family is vaccinated. You and your dipshit kids that you refuse to get fucking vaccinated are not. So you don't, and BJ, I hope you're on, I swear to God, I pray that you are on this uh, Instagram live with me right now and can validate all this. It's bullshit. It is bullshit that these parents are out there teaching their kids that making a stink and getting into fistfights and arguments with teachers and with administrators is the way to go about getting what you want done. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to be able, you, that is, you don't get to. That drives, do I want to wear a mask? No. Do your kids want to wear a mask? Fuck no. It's, listen, but they also don't want to wear shirts with buttons. And they also don't want to wear mittens. And they're also idiots that wear jean jackets in 20, below weather. They're idiots. So just put a goddamn mask on them. Would you, seriously. Why are you, why are you already like showing your kids that it's okay to tell teachers to fuck off? What happened? Why are we allowing this? And who do you think you are that you just get to tell city council members and school board members that they're, they're, what they're doing is they are trying to put safety first. And I get that. Do I agree with it? No. But God damn it, man. These are just people that are trying to do the right thing. I was so angry when I saw that friends of mine, people that, that I have uh, been acquaintances with for years are finding it that that it is okay to go online and to be able to, you know, uh, harass and write terrible shit about people they have very little interactions with. I was so sickened by it. I was so, it was so gross. I see I'm losing people, but I, I don't care. It's gross. It's gross that you guys allowed that to happen. I'm so tired of the disrespect towards people. Regardless of what you think of them or not, it's gross. I had a friend of mine yesterday say um, that she sent me a video and it said, look at this right wing mouthpiece get owned by Russell Brand. Because I had brought up to her that I was watching something about Russell Brand and that I like who Russell Brand is. Uh, I really enjoy Russell Brand. I think he's very smart. I think he's very funny. He's a great actor. He's a mediocre actor. I think that he is uh, very creative in his angles that he takes on things. And he's got like three really good books on addiction, one of which I am listening to right now on Audible. I like the guy. And she said, hey, you're a big Russell Brand fan. Here he is owning Candace Owens. If you don't know who Candace Owens is, uh, she's a uh, black right wing. Is pundit a good word? I guess maybe a pundit. I don't know. Uh, But she's got her own show, The Candace Owens Show. And I tend to actually like Candace Owens. So when I watched this, I went, oh, yeah, I'll I'll give this a watch. I said, it's too bad that it's two people that I really like are going at each other. And she was like, what do you mean? What what are you talking about? You like Candace Owens? I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, obviously there's things that she says that I disagree with. But I think as a whole, as a person, I like her. I think she's funny and there's things that she says that, yes, they might be eh, a little out there, you know, but I think we all have family members. We have grandparents that say crazy shit and we're like, yeah, but that's just Papa. You know, we still love him. So as I, uh, as I sort of walked down this back and forth with her, she kind of got on my ass about like, how dare you like her? And I said, well, listen, we just agree. We both agree that Russell Brand is great. So let's focus on that. We don't need to argue about the fact that I like Candace Owens and you don't. Like, listen, what she says, 
I, I don't agree with everything. But then also, I don't agree with everything that Russell Brand says either. Like, I have differences all over the place with a lot of people. But I don't let that get in my way of enjoying who they are or being nice to them. But I feel like there's people, especially, and that's the part about, like, trying to still be on the left with everybody. It's like, you idiots, you realize I'm on your side. All of us that are, like, middle of the road, most of us lean left on everything. But it's like these crazy-ass leftists are just, like, pushing you out of the way where you're like, you got to be left on everything. And you're like, well, listen, uh, once you start paying into the tax brackets and you start throwing into the coffer and you see how the government takes your money and just pisses it away... You want to know why the 35W Highway, why that entire construction project was done in four and a half years? Because they went private. You can't, they they started, somebody from the government finally figured out that you have to start getting private companies to come in and do this stuff. Because if not, it's never going to get done. And they give incentives as to why it is that that they do it. Uh, Lindsay says, having civil conversation is a lost art. I agree. John Stewart was the best at it. John Stewart was the best at it. And he also was at a time when he could have civil conversations with people and then with somebody that was definitely his 180. Abraham Lincoln used to purposely put people in his cabinet that disagreed with him. If you did that now, it's it's suicide. It's absolute suicide. You, you can't come back from it. One of my favorite filmmakers of all, all time, Mark Duplass, all Mark did was go online and say, Listen, um, I disagree with the guy, but Ben Shapiro is a nice person. Maybe you guys should sit down, hear what he has to say. I think you would realize that we all are striving for the same things. We all want happiness. We all want our kids to grow up in a safe world. We just happen to have a couple political differences. They fucking ran that dude out of town. So much so that Mark had to go back online and go, hey, man, uh, listen. Maybe I don't like Ben Shapiro as much as I do. It's like, Mark, don't be a pussy about it. God damn it, man. That's what angers me. I mean, Jon Stewart used to have Bill O'Reilly on his show all the time. Does John agree with Bill O'Reilly? No. But at least he was nice enough and civil enough to know that he's a human being. There is a human being. I told you guys the other day that the guy at the gas station who jumped out of his truck and flipped me the bird and said, fuck you. I politely rolled my window down and went, no, 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 fuck off. I wasn't going to fight him. It didn't ruin my day. Later on that, later on when it, after it happened, I thought, I bet that guy's probably, we want the same thing. We want the same, he wants a good life. I want a good life. I want to live a life that's safe and, you know, easy. Financially, we're all doing okay. We just happen to disagree about placement of vehicles in a parking lot for nine seconds. So why should that? But I don't hate that guy. But I think people let that ruin their day. Like you, what is the point of always winning? Why always do you have to win? Why can't you just go, dude, let it go. Just let it go. I got a small little argument with my uh, daughter's mom the other day. She kept bringing it up and I just went, stop. I don't, listen, I don't care. Why are, why are you still bringing this up? Let it all go. Let it all go. You don't need to like carry this anymore. Why are you letting this happen? Why are, why are you expelling so much energy on things that you cannot control? Stop. Stop it. Stop. I was, as I was reading about, these are people that live in your community. 
And even though you might disagree on things politically, at least agree that you should be civil to one another. It angers me that people have forgotten about that. That we live in a time where everything is politicized and if you are not the person who is winning the argument, then you don't want to hear the other person's side. And that's garbage. That's garbage. There's a lot of things that I agree with for so, with so many people. And there's things with people that I vehemently disagree about, you know? And the other thing that really drove me nuts about it is these are some people that I've had close conversations with. Amanda, some people can't be wrong ever. How exhausting to always be so angry all the time. Why do you want to live your life like that? James, be kind. Shakopee is is kind. You guys got it together down there. I've been to your furniture stores. Nicest goddamn people on the planet. Um, The other thing that sort of drove me a little batty about it is... uh, Hang on, I got a couple of... uh, Let's see. Let's read this. Mira, I can disagree on things. However, I cannot tolerate people who support hate in humanitarian issues. Such such as? Hate in humanitarian issues. Um, Are you talking about just like... I guess I, I don't know, explain that one because I I agree. I, I listen, man. Hate in all forms, regardless of how it boils to the surface, it just shouldn't be tolerated, man. It just shouldn't. Are there people that you are going to disagree with? I think it was Tupac who said, "Hey, listen, man. Uh, you might not be my friend, but um, you know, I want to see you eat. You know, I want to see you live, just not at my table." I'm not your enemy anymore. I'm not going to be your friend either. I don't want to see you die, but I, I don't want you near me. You know, I think it's a good way to live. There's people, I've said it before. There's only two people in my, all of my time, all the professional stuff I've ever done. There's only two people that I would never work with again. I wish them the best. I hope everything works out for them. They have lovely people that surround them. I'll just never work with them again. I don't hate them. I don't, I don't think ill of them. I've just decided for my best interest I should never have another conversation with that person ever again. That is a good way to live, is it not? I feel like it is. Um, But what really drove me nuts about some of this is there are specifically people that I had known for years who have come out over the, especially the last five years and have shown their true colors. And when Trump got into office, Not to bring it back to that, but a lot of people were like feeling like they could probably let their guard down a little bit and say some things that they've been hanging on to because now it's okay to say those things. And specifically, there were three people that came out as like very, very pro-life, very pro-life. And these are also the same people who are saying It is not the government's right to tell me I need to get a vaccine. And I then shot one of them a message the other day and said, well, then how about you take the goddamn pro-life bumper sticker off your fucking truck? And if it's your body, your choice, that should be for everybody. Mira, example, why are you mad at someone's sexual preferences? Mind your damn, I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. I saw a picture. I've said this before. Jana Shortall and I from Care 11. I've, I've had a, I had one personal interaction with her and she was easily the meanest person I've ever met. I've, I've never been more insulted by somebody. 
I've never been more discredited or cast aside. She made me feel like I was I was so beneath her. The other day, she posted a picture of her and her wife getting married. And it said, here's to a new life or whatever it was. And I thought, good for you. Good for you. I'm glad that you found somebody. I'm glad that you guys are going to share a life. I wish you the best. I understand that you are a part of a community that has many setbacks. I agree that you should be allowed to be able to love whoever you want. However, I also think you are a massive bitch and the wife that you are marrying is definitely a saint because you are an impossible person to be around. And I'm not the only one who's talked about it. There's a lot of people that have said she's a huge bitch. I used to work with somebody who was her ex-intern. She was like, dude, she was impossible. She was just impossible. Nothing was ever good enough. The problem is when I say I don't like Jana Shortall, people then come to me and they go, oh, you're against gays. Well, what are you, a homophobe? What are you, you don't like her haircut or the way she dresses? Listen, all we've done all our lives is watch blonde-haired, big-titted gals on, on news. The fact that we have a woman who has a different haircut and a different style of dress, it's breaking barriers. I give credit where credit is due. I really feel like she is definitely breaking barriers and that she is somebody who they will look at in a journalism class 50 years from now and go, do you know why we're looking at the people on news that we are today? It's because of people like Janice Shortall who started it. Do I think she's a massive bitch? Yes. (laughs) Do I applaud her for all of the things that she has done uh, professionally and socially? Absolutely. Why do, why does there have to, why can't, why can't there be a difference? Why is it just because I have a, I personally don't like her. I can't applaud what she's doing. Why, why do I automatically have to like be discredited as somebody that, you know, is against the gay community? People aren't. I just don't like Jana. I wish her the best. I'm very happy that she found somebody. It was a beautiful picture. It was her and her wife and they were at an altar and they were holding hands and there were people in the, in the audience at the church. It was beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And I wish everybody all of that love and success. I wish everybody could find that. I just pray to God I never, ever, ever have to be stuck in another social situation with Jana Shortall ever again. And that's it. And that's what, what, what it should be, okay? I Listen, I don't want to see her starve. I just don't want to see her eating at my table. That was the Tupac quote I was looking for. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every single day, 9.45 a.m. I know it was late today. I apologize. But every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Once again, I'm Rudy Pavich, and thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.